Welcome to Impact the World. For this episode, we bring you the audio of my monthly energy update, which is delivered to YouTube every single month. You can find the video version of this at my channel, Lee Harris Energy. And if you hit subscribe and the notification bell, you will always be notified when the energy update appears. We hope you enjoy this audio version of the energy update. Welcome to the February energy update and it's a very significant month for me because it is 10 years this month since I did my first ever video energy update. I used to write reports for maybe a year or so and then in February of 2012 I very nervously uh, put a video energy update out and so I know some of you have been with me for the whole 10 years. I'm sure you haven't watched every one, but I know some of you say you remember the first one coming out. So thank you to all of you who've watched for all that time. Uh, they have evolved over the years. We've all evolved over the years. It's trippy to think back to 2012 right now and how different the world felt then. And yet somehow we were building towards where we are now. So I salute those of you who've been in this relationship with me for this last 10 years and thank you. But for today, we're going to look at some of the themes that I got for this coming month. So as ever, I tune in and receive themes from my guides, and then I elaborate on them. So the first major theme for this coming month was power shifts. So two different ways we're going to see this playing out. We're going to see power shifts playing out on the world stage, so governmentally, uh, between countries, we're going to see shifts in power dynamics, and this can often relate to power battles, power games playing out. So that is definitely on the table as we move into the month of February. And how that also plays out for us is quite key here, because one of the things that can show up for us whenever we're in a, an energy climate like that is that our own personal relationships can shift and so too can the relationship with ourselves. So the way this may show up for you on a personal level, and this relates to shifts that have been going on for the last year or so for many of us, you might have several personal relationship shifts either happening in February, beginning in February, or coming to a culmination. And as we're aware, there are times in our life where we go through relationship shifts and it's very healthy. It doesn't have to be dramatic or sad or anger that brings two people to either part ways or change the nature of their relationship. This last couple of years, because we've gone through such an intense recalibration as to who we are with all of the events going on in the outer world, it does mean that as we're coming out of that period of the last two years now, my guides have said that as we go through spring to summer, it will start to rapidly shift the landscape of what we've all been going through since February, March 2020. It will start to change in the outer world and things will start to open again in a different way. So 
what this means is that there is a feeling of that coming in, in many of us. There is a sense of that. You can start to tap into that timeline. And it does mean that some of you will be making shifts in personal relationships. And many of these will be for the better. One thing I am always called to remind others if I'm working with people and myself is that sometimes incredible transformations can happen within existing relationships. So never forget that if you're trying to adjust a relationship or you're not sure about the dynamics in a relationship, communication is key and be willing to be surprised that the other person perhaps feels more like you do than you might think. That's always important to remember. And equally, if you do find that certain friendships or relationships are just changing or going in different directions, that's also very much the energy of the world right now. So whatever you need to do to heal as you go through it, by all means, really attend to that. Do it with as much love and care of each other as you can, unless, of course, you're in a very toxic or difficult dynamic, in which case that's usually quite hard to do in the moment of separation. But also be good to yourself, because so many of us are finding ourselves feeling very different to who we were, how we saw the world, what we thought the world was. So it is causing all kinds of changes. So as power shifts moves through the world as a collective theme, be aware of that in yourself too. And don't be too surprised if you have sudden or strange reactions that you don't normally in response to either power dynamics with other people. So this can show up in work relationships, places where people have authority over you, or you just working out some historical stuff that you've got in your body. This can often be the way that, for example, if you were in a very abusive childhood and you're now in a very healthy, loving relationship, that can actually be sometimes the time when some of this stuff unearths and you might find it coming out of you. You might find yourself being a little overreactive to your partner who isn't behaving the way that you think they're behaving because you're now in a safe enough relationship or space that it can heal and come out. So power shifts are always complex and of course they're going to be personal to you, but be aware of them this month because even if you aren't going through anything I've described, don't be too surprised if a few people around you are going through that or perhaps are a little more reactive in the way that they speak. Try not to take it personally. Ask questions about what you're experiencing from them if you feel a little unsure. And remember, communication is key. So if we can communicate in a kind and respectful way to the best of our ability, it's always the best way to lead any difficult conversation or shift in relationship dynamic. So good luck with the power shifts this month. The second theme is past gifts returning and becoming available to us. So this can look like two different things. It can either be a gift from your childhood uh, or a gift from your early adult life that you perhaps haven't tapped back into. Um, but it can also mean past life gifts. Things that you were very proficient in in former lives can come to the surface. So for example, one of your past gifts might be very literal. It might be a gift with art or writing, but it might have been a gift of speaking your truth that you learned to modify or suppress at a certain age when you learned it wasn't good to speak your truth, either because the people around you didn't want to hear your truth or because you hadn't yet developed your sensitivity enough 
to recognize when you were just whacking someone over the head with your truth or when you were delivering your truth in a way that could be helpful. So for you, a past gift returning could look like a way of being rather than a talent or an ability. So past gifts are returning now in tandem with us experiencing both childhood and earlier life healing. This has come up a lot in energy updates over the months and also the workshops I've been teaching and inside the portal. We're going through this phase where healing is very fast now and you can heal many things far faster than you would have been able to say five or 10 years ago. So our past gifts tend to get buried by our wounds. Our past abilities or ways of being sometimes get stopped because either they wouldn't have been safe to come out with the person or scenario we were in, or some traumatic event made us shut them down for a while. So there's usually a period of healing that we go through when we're unleashing a past gift. Um, I know from experience, and I'm sure many of you will, it can be very uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, you go through that few days or that week where you're like, oh, I just feel off in myself and I don't feel quite like myself. But you might be birthing a new level of speaking your truth or being in your power or being willing to stand in your sovereignty. Even though you love all the people around you and you're very close to certain people, you're going to have to stand for what feels true to you in certain conversations or in certain scenarios. I call that being sovereign, reclaiming our sovereignty, like who, who we are and what our alignment is, and not necessarily modifying that for other people's desires or uh, how they would like you to be. So past gifts returning is definitely going to be a big energy in the month of February, but that can also mean you're going through some healing to get there. So bear that in mind if that speaks to you. Saying enough. So anger and boundaries emerging from the collective after the overwhelm and exhaustion of the past two years. Well, I don't need to talk to you about the overwhelm or exhaustion of the past two years because that has been a collective theme. And obviously all of our circumstances or our stories around the last two years are going to be different because we've all had unique experiences. But what has bound us together is the effect on the nervous system of the last two years and the amount of stresses, the amount of difficulties that people have gone through, the amounts of suffering or pain or grief that have shown up. Now, that's not to take away the positive sides of things that you will have gone through in the last two years. Many of us can look at the last two years and say, well, actually, there's a lot we've learned about who we want to be going forward that we might never have learned if we weren't put into the position we've been in the last two years. However, it was interesting to hear this theme of more people in the collective saying enough. So the anger, the fire of enough, no, I won't, that's going to be showing up a little bit. And you know that that's very different on different people. There are some people who need to get to that place to stand in their power. There are others who can whack people over the head with that. So again, it goes back to this power shifts theme. So be mindful of that. If you're not resonating with that as a theme or it doesn't show up for you in February, you might be around someone who has a level of anger coming through overwhelm or exhaustion that's making them say, no, I won't enough. That's just a nervous system knock-on effect of the last two years, and it's, it's happening. So it might be happening for you, it might be happening for people around you. And again, this is where 
knowing what feels true to you, recognizing people's nervous systems are still spiked or are trying to recover from the series of spikes that they've been through in the last couple of years. There's going to be a bit more energy of fire around that from February onwards as we start to come out of a slightly more cocooned phase and move into a more expand back out into the world phase and see who we are now. So bear that in mind. And if it's true for you, you don't need to feel shame or judge yourself if you find yourself speaking harshly or suddenly you have an outburst. You can always go to the person that you had that outburst with and say, I'm sorry, uh, I didn't realize how stressed or pent up I was. You know, that's how we heal. We can be compassionate to the people that maybe we were a bit too strong with, provided we can go and repair that with them. But equally, to recognize that if you see that energy going on in people, it might be good for you to give them space. Or for you, you might not want to be anywhere near that right now. So be, be aware of that happening in the collective. It's, it's a hangover from the last two years, and it's beginning to come up, and it's going to surface more this year, this month, because we have the power shifts energy happening. Trust and connection under the microscope is our fourth theme of the month. Now, in some ways, to me, this relates to the personal relationships dynamic, but trust and connection, there is the opportunity to deepen your trust and your connection. And your connection is connection to life, connection to people, connection to what lights you up, feeling connected to your life. And your trust is always an interesting theme to look at because it tends to take us back to places where we lost trust or where we felt we weren't safe or someone proved that we weren't safe through their actions. So trust and connection are going through very big healings, uh, certainly this year as a whole, but in February, that wave starts to come in for many of us. So trust and connection will be under the microscope this month. That could mean that you have dreams, daydreams, memories of times where trust or connection was broken. And again, remember what I said, there's a very fast healing going on now. So if you are someone who is wired as a sensitive or somebody who is wired energetically to track energy, to notice the subtle realms moving through your life, your body, your thoughts, you might notice trust and connection come up for you as a big theme this month for healing. And what I will say is the energy around this theme is very, very positive. When I tune in on it, it, it has a real lightness to it. So it's a very giving theme this month. Even if at first you feel like you're taken back to a scenario or a part of yourself that has lost trust or connection in order to heal it, clear it, and then reclaim that energy of trust and connection for yourself so that you can take it into your life now and in the future at an all new healed level versus what you've been carrying so far. The fifth theme of the month is allowing magic through reawakening the heart. So the way I always interpret magic is to me, the magic of life is all the what we would call the high vibrations or the good vibrations. So love, synchronicity, connection, things manifesting seeming, seemingly effortlessly and a feeling of lightness in your being or flow in your life. So we're allowing magic, but specifically through reawakening the heart. It was interesting because when I got this theme, I was asking my guides, well, what do you mean by that? And they said, well, the hearts have shut down a bit. 
Um, our hearts have retreated, have stepped back. It doesn't mean there haven't been many people out there leading with their heart. And I know many of you who watch, watch or listen to this kind of video, you'll be one of those people. You might have been out there leading with your heart the last two years to try and uplift people, love people, help people that you could feel were suffering. But we're going to be reawakening the heart in order to really allow our magic. So the next phase of you being able to connect more into the magic of life is reawakening the heart. So it links in with connection and trust. So don't be too surprised if you have some healing waves around your heart this month. But also for many of you, particularly those of you who've had a rough time of late, it's going to be being open to people coming in to help you awaken your heart. So you don't have to do a load of heavy lifting or you know, think about everything you need to do to reawaken your heart. If you feel a bit exhausted and even depressed that I'm even mentioning this and you start thinking, oh God, it's another thing I've got to do. For you, it's important for you to say with an affirmation, I allow my heart to be lovingly reawakened this month. I allow my heart to be lovingly reawakened this month. I allow my heart to be lovingly reawakened this month. Now, if reciting that mantra or even just hearing me say it brought tears to you or brought some emotional movement, that's great. That's a sign that your heart is feeling seen and wants to come back out. So it's par for the course with what we went through the last two years that hearts have been a little more fearful, a little more tender, a little more shut away. But the heart energy on the planet has actually been growing stronger through this past two years. So You'll allow your magic through reawakening your heart this month. And for those of you who feel too exhausted to do anything about that, call it in. Ask the universe for help. The reason I said um, I allow my heart to be lovingly reawakened is so that it comes with an energy of support and goodness for you. It's very important when making your own affirmations to really put as much upliftment around the words as you can and also to not put pressure on the words and to really create words that will allow things to come to you in a smooth, easy, effortless way. So that's very important because of course, the way our minds have been wired, that isn't how it was introduced to us when we were growing up. So we have to remember to bring an energy of love and kindness into any affirmation that we are diagnosing to call something in for ourselves. So the Sixth theme, I think it's number six, yes. Seeing through illusions in your own beliefs and in the outer world. So in recent months, I can't remember whether it was December or January, there was a very strong message that there are going to be some things that will emerge uh, that many people will be surprised by in the outer world. So things that we have either been asked to believe or told to believe that will reveal themselves to not be true. And of course, this is par for the course at the moment, I think, with, with the series of years that we're in right now, a lot of that level of disclosure is, is happening and is, is coming out. But when we look at seeing through illusions in your own beliefs and in the outer world, it's when we are coming through the period of shock or anger or grief about it, and we're beginning to wake up. So you will see this happening more and more in the world. There will be less of a spell over the collective as there has been in the last couple of years in general, and there will be a bit more seeing clearly. And that's never easy uh, when things come up 
that aren't what we thought they were or aren't what they proclaimed themselves to be. It can be uncomfortable and it can move things through us. But it's happening now at a level where the momentum is just going to keep going. And things will come out as they need to as, as long as that we can, at a speed at which we can handle them, basically. But equally, this pertains to you as a person, seeing through illusions in your own beliefs. So it's interesting because someone once told me uh, they were really angry at the illusions of their beliefs. And I said, well, they were real at, at a certain time. It's like there are things all of us have believed at certain stages of our life that served us. So at the moment, we're in a situation in the world where certain stories we've been told are revealing themselves to not be true. And thus, the same is true for us. We're in a, a shakedown period on Earth. So for you too, there might be very sudden shifts in your perception, in your way of seeing things, in the way that you show up in certain relationships or, or your workplace. Or, and that's okay. That's part of what's going on right now. So seeing through illusions in your own beliefs and in the outer world. So just watch out for that theme. And also watch out for anyone else who's going through some of those sudden changes. And there's nothing wrong with the beliefs that you personally held that got you to here. It's more about, well, now I no longer need to hold myself in that framework. What's new? What's possible for me now? That's the energy that 2022 as a year and as a whole is calling in for you and for the world, but for you personally. Uh, the last two themes are rebalancing the shadow. So the shadow in the self and in the world. So basically, when we rebalance the shadow elements, the hidden, the the kind of, again, we can call them lower vibrations. You have to be a little careful of hierarchy when you think of lower and higher, because essentially where the universe is concerned, there is an equality to everything that's going on here right now, however we look at it or frame it. But rebalancing the shadow is very much what we're going through as a collective. All of the parts of our world and our way as a society, as a society and as individuals, that is shadowy, that has shame, control, judgment, war, anger in it. And it's a little bit like we're being shook right now. And it doesn't mean those things won't still show up. In fact, many of those things do show up as they're trying to be healed. So rebalancing the shadow, just try and remember that it helps us to return to inner and outer light when we go through this process. So if you're someone who's hard on yourself, if you're someone who has a tough love attitude towards yourself. This is going to be a great time to elevate that, to let go of that as an old belief. We're all here doing the best we can at any moment in time. And we will carry ourselves forward with more love and compassion if we can see ourselves and others that way. Doesn't mean tolerate bad behavior if someone's in front of you punching you in the face repeatedly. It doesn't mean you just throw love and light at that kind of behavior. But when it comes to being hard on yourself for things that you're recognizing as patterns of your own that you're letting go, come to yourself with a lot of love and a lot of grace, and those things will move far faster. But for some of you, letting go of that old controlling voice is going to be quite a battle right now. It will be very up in your face, and it will be uncomfortable. So if you find that's your story, get help with it. Have somebody, either a, a professional person who does this kind of work therapeutically, or a healer, or a group that you can find that can hold you through this transformational period of your life. Because 
rebalancing the shadow is is tough. It's it's an edgy process. It can bring up dark nights of the soul. So make sure you're getting support with that if you really resonate with this part of what I'm saying. And last but never least, uh, number eight, be good to your nervous system right now as it begins to recover and rebuild itself. Even if you're feeling good right now and you're watching this going, I'm kind of good actually, Lee. I'm kind of still be mindful of your nervous system. Like I said, the last two years have left everybody a little overwhelmed, a little exhausted. Even if you're doing generally well, we've gone through this uh, fairly shattering and transformative time as a collective. And so even if your nervous system's okay, that's definitely going on around you. But many of you will recognize it's it's been a really important time for you to learn to look after yourself in a different way. And the necessity of knowing how to rebalance yourself when you get stressed or overwhelmed, which isn't something most of us were taught. But that really is the mantra of our time. How can I look after myself when I need looking after? And if we learn to do that for ourselves, we become wonderful advocates of, of that for others. And we have more energy to give to others when they're in need of it. So be good to your nervous system, especially in relation to giving yourself the ability to look back at the last two years and go, actually, because I'm an introvert, I loved staying at home for most of two years. But there will still be another side of this process this last two years that will have been a little triggering or a little alienating or strange for you. So bear that in mind. And remember to keep looking after yourself, giving yourself soothing practices, rebalancing practices, whatever works for you. Those are the themes for February, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Um, in a moment, I'm going to play you a clip from a brand new set of channeled recordings that I did at the end of last year. It's called Conversation with Disease. And my good friend, who is an author and a psychotherapist, Diana Edwards, sat down and had a series of hours in conversation with my guides, Disease, asking all kinds of questions. What is multidimensionality? Can you explain dimensions to us? I mean, it's it's about seven hours worth of audio. And we released part one last month in January. And part two comes out on February 1st. Now, we'll play you a clip in a moment. If you are part of my portal members community, you actually get that recording, recording included as part of your uh, membership. So the portal is our sanctuary for sensitives. It's where I and many others now give you a whole host of tools, offerings, and audio and video uh, ways to uplift, transform, energize yourself. So there are a whole host of things inside the portal. If you want to check it out, you can visit theportal.world. I do a 90-minute broadcast every month where I answer questions. I channel exclusively for the community. Uh, we also have the monthly recording, like Conversation with Disease. Stephen Washington brings his body medicine to the portal members every month. We have a brand new feature called The Portal Presents, where guest teachers present and become a library of different tools and experiences. So check out theportal.world if you want to see if it's for you and try it for a month, and we hope you enjoy it. I Am Peace is the album that we released in December, and we just released a brand new music video called Life Holds Me, which celebrates connection. So if you haven't already seen the video for Life Holds Me, you can 
find it at my music website, leeharrismusic.com, or on YouTube. We'll put links below this video. Um, and the vinyl version just came out of the album too. So vinyl lovers, we are now shipping that album out on vinyl for you. You can find that at leeharrismusic.com. And finally, Rebirth 2022. We had an amazing experience with Rebirth in January, but it is available all year. So uh, if you missed being there for some of the lives that we did for Rebirth, everything is now archived, transcripts, replays, audio downloads. So you can check out Rebirth 2022 using the links below this video. We'll put the URL up on the screen. It, it was a very transformational journey to set you up for the energies of the year to come. So if that appeals to you, we'd love to see you there. But for now, I will play you this clip from Conversation with the Z's part two, myself and Diana Edwards, Diana speaking to my guides, the Z's. Enjoy and see you next month. You are listening to Conversation with Disease, The Energetics of the New Human Soul, Part 2. How do I get aware of things like multidimensionality? Well, I want to start understanding the term dimension, realm, plane, because you use them a lot and we can get confused or perhaps I think I know what one word means and somebody else is using another definition. So if we could take a moment and would you explain when you say the word dimension? Are there just 12? Could you expand on our understanding of that term? Yes, but we also have to remind you here that we did not create these terms. You did on earth. So when we use this language with you, we are trying to help you expand your language understanding so that you can expand out of uh, what we described in conversation one as the very one-dimensional way of thinking that you are all encouraged to have. Black or white, right or wrong. Mm, it does not work that way. In multidimensionality, as we have said many times, so many things can be possible all at once, just as you can be in many different time zones at once, as many of you can attest. Those of you that astral travel or that have profound past life experiences one day when you walk through a forest and it doesn't quite make sense to you, you can tap into all of it all of the time. But we're going to give you a different way of looking at mm, realms, planes and dimensions, not necessarily saying we are the dictionary definition for there is no one being, person, human, entity that can give you the final definition. The definition will keep evolving as you evolve. And these are words that need understanding, so we will do our best to give you a way of looking at it. Now, mm, as you have spoken, we exist dominantly in the ninth dimension, but we also extend into the twelfth, and we can meet you anywhere from the fourth to the ninth, depending on the conversation and what is needed but our dominant frequency is the ninth dimension. Now, uh, why we bring this up? We would like you to see dimensions not as horizontal lines going up to the sky. We would like you to think of planes of existence in that way. So when we speak to you from our realm, uh, we are basically saying uh, the realm of being out of the body, the realm of being connected to the astral, the realm of being energy beings who have been in form 
but are now uh, brought back into the realm of energy. Now, it is tricky because at the moment we are in form. Ha! We are speaking to you and we are coming through the form of Lee and that is a multidimensional act on his behalf and our behalf and on your behalf as the listener. We are all co-creating this together. 